0: Apparently, I have been told multiple times, it's really important to have an intro to these things, and it makes sense because you have no idea who you're talking to unless I tell you exactly who I am. So here's mine. My name is Lisa Calhoun, and I welcome you to Academics and Athletics, a sport and psychology podcast. I'm a graduate student, bikini competitor, and gymnastics coach and I'm here to take you on a journey really through all things psychology for better health, my love for weightlifting, and how all of us are preparing every day for more than just stepping on a stage. It's really performance in life and not performance in a specific domain in your life. This is my journey as I speak I challenge and I question maybe the self-narrative, perhaps a negative self-narrative that we all could be holding on to, and we're going to work on letting this go. Guess what? (laughs) I have a challenge. That was a weird noise because you can't see how excited I am. (laughs) over this challenge that I want to propose to you. And this challenge was actually proposed to me by my mentor or one of my mentors. And I do believe it is absolutely important for everyone to have some kind of person in their corner as a guiding force. Notice I did not say a hype up crew, okay? I did not say entourage, all right? Entourages were What way in the 90s and the early 2000s, and the bigger the entourage, apparently you were really important. And now that mm, we understand doesn't fly. Because honestly, more people around you just hyping you up, they're not doing the hard thing, which is telling you the truth. Therefore, having a mentor or a guiding force in your corner to help is crucial. And I had my mentor challenge me with this. This was probably about. I really was unhappy. And when I say unhappy, I think I was more unfulfilled. I just wasn't fulfilled at my job. It, it was becoming not as challenging in a good way. It was a challenging job, believe me. It was a challenging job, but it was not a fulfilling job. And I think the challenge was just the physicality aspect of the job. I was getting up and moving and and doing all kinds of strenuous things. And I felt tired afterwards. I felt worked, but I was nowhere near emotionally or mentally stimulated. And therefore, I dove into, of course, you know, personal development and personal growth, but I only did it at a face value level. I'm not going to lie. I only did it at a face value level because, You know, everybody else should help me become a better version of me, and I shouldn't have to do really anything. I should just arrive at being this new me, right? (laughs) I don't know if you've ever experienced personal development like that, because sometimes we think, let me just grab this book, and I'm going to read this book, and I might read half of the book, and then it's going to sit on the shelf, and then it'll become... (laughs) Is <laughs> so funny. Then it'll become shelf help. And that's a, actually, I did not coin that term, but if you believe I did, thank you for thinking how witty I am. But shelf help became a term I heard from the speed reading coach by the name of Jim Quick. Phenomenal man. You should listen to his podcast. He's great. And what that was, was shelf help pretty much is where the book just basically sits on the shelf and collects dust. And it looks pretty on the bookcase. We all look good with the book on the bookcase, but it does not do anything for us because we're not applying anything. And that's what I thought personal development was, that if I just read these books and kind of took a little bit of tidbit information here and there, I would transition into a person that found a job that was fulfilling, that became an entrepreneur, and I was going to help all these people and da, 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 da. No, my mentor just slapped that out of the sky, (laughs) like straight up slapped it out of the sky and gave me this, this really, really hard lesson of truly understanding what personal growth and development was, and he didn't say this, but this is how, when I think back on everything, this is how he taught it to me, and and trust me, we're going to dive into the challenge because it is a very intense and thought-provoking challenge that it's very (laughs) difficult. (laughs) It's a very arduous thing to do, and I'm going to jump into that, but first, the way he experienced taught me, I guess, not explained, but taught me what personal growth was, was not the development of a skill. And I think most people are trying to find personal development through acquiring a skill of some kind or acquiring some type of reward or some version of a status. And then we have this thought of, "Ooh, I've arrived. And that was me. I thought if I got a new job and made different amounts of money and got into a different tax bracket, I somehow personally developed myself. We're we're getting real lost in the weeds of if I gain something, some status, some accolade, some recognition, I must have grown myself. And that's not true. And that's what my mentor taught me. He taught me He didn't say it that way, but all of the lessons that he provided to me was basically that was, we're not here to gain something externally. We're not here to gain a reward. We're not here to gain recognition because that's what I was looking for in my quote unquote journey of personal growth. I was looking for, okay, where is my applause? Because if I get the applause, then I've obviously arrived at something. I must have grown personally, right? I mean, if you can arrive somewhere, obviously you've done something, right? (laughs) But what he gave me, and he gave me a ton of lessons. And I'm talking lessons, okay? I'm talking to you like school lessons. I had my own binder. I had to take notes. I had to do assignments, (laughs) And I didn't want to. I was just looking for the little self-help book, right? And I could read the self-help book and somehow just gain this skill. And again, he taught something that I still do today just to make sure I can view myself from a bird's eye view. And what that means is pretty much having an out-of-body experience. I want to be able to think outside of myself i want to be able to physically or mentally and emotionally view myself from an outside source now granted that that is very difficult that is extremely difficult to do and there have been a very let me say again very select few that i ask for a birds eye view explanation of who they see me as on a daily basis. I'm not asking everybody, hey, what do you think of me? What are my attributes and qualities and so forth? No, again, going back to the very beginning, that's a hype-up crew that's just going to lie to my face. I don't need an entourage and I don't need BS spit in my ear just to make me feel better, okay? So the small... Very, very, very small select few people that I ask to pretty much assess me from top to bottom, left to right, north to south, east to west, the very select few that I asked to assess me, they do that because I can't see myself. Okay, we can't vision ourselves that way, but my mentor's assignment was pretty much asking me to view myself from a bird's eye view. And the assignment is this, here's the challenge, get ready for it, get ready for it. And I really, really think it's best if you try to do this on pen and paper. That made the challenge even more difficult. I had to do it and write it down. And it took me probably two weeks, two actual full weeks to be able to think that far outside of me. And the challenge was, was this, If you, you, you personally, were to walk into a room, maybe with five to six people, people you've never met before, okay, never met before, and another you is sitting in that room and you guys don't know each other, so you let me say it again slowly. You walk into a room with five to six people that you don't know. You can possibly think of it as a focus group if you want. And one of those people inside that room is you, but you guys don't know each other. I want you to talk about yourself. We all do it. We pretty much give someone a backstory as quick as we can. And the way we do the backstory is we just take note of very fast characteristics or very face value characteristics that we immediately start giving some level of meaning. It can be as simple as this person wears their hat sideways and we can go into a very rapid explanation of who they are, what they think, their beliefs, all of it. Okay? Honesty is the best policy. But that's what we do. If you were sit if you were sitting, you yourself were sitting in a focus group and you're one of six people and in walks the door, you, and you guys don't know each other, what would you be wearing? How would you walk in? How would you sit down? And then assess yourself based on your own vision of you at that moment. Very hard. (laughs) It's very hard to do. And then I had to write about two paragraphs, I think. (laughs) Of of who I was seeing as myself. Y'all, it blows my mind at how difficult this is. And I still do this every so often just to allow myself, have I really grown differently? Because I still have the notes from the very first time I did it. And now I don't do it as much on pencil and paper. I don't write it down. I do it more so in my head at this point. I probably should go back and do it on pencil and paper just to have a log and see the growth because that's where true growth is coming from. Because the person that walks into that focus group, even though you're assessing yourself, they're not walking in with some talent that you're aware of. They might have a talent. They might have acquired some version of status. But you don't know that because you don't know you. You don't know that person that's walking in. And trust me, it gets very confusing because I keep using the word you and you and that person of you. (laughs) Just stay with me, please. Stay with me. Don't veer off. Come back. Come back. (laughs) But it is very difficult to do this. Because you're really looking at you from an outsider's view. And I love using that word bird's eye view because you're looking at yourself from far away. Because when you think about it, birds are able to assess their environment, assess their danger level, assess their, their residential area very fast and know if this is a good place to possibly build a nest, or if I need to go fly somewhere else, or hey, there's a worm or a fish down there, I'm going to swoop in and snatch it up. So a bird's eye view is just us taking ourselves outside of ourselves. Now, the tricky part is this. You have to be able to assess yourself without bringing you into the explanation. And what I mean by that is this, when I first did this example and I wrote, you know, I wrote down my little notes and whatnot, and he pretty much (laughs) told me like, no, that's not, that's not the assignment. (laughs) I didn't understand the assignment. Okay. He pretty much told me I have to redo it again. And the reason why I had to redo it again was I brought on characteristics that I already had. So I wasn't looking at myself from a stranger's standpoint. I wasn't talking about myself from a stranger's standpoint. I was talking about myself as if I was an acquaintance of myself. And he said, that's not it. Talk about you as if you are a straight up stranger with yourself from everything, how you talk when you introduce yourself to you, how you dress how you look your mannerisms your facial expressions and that was really hard because one i became hyper focused on all of that when i was working through the assignment i became hyper focused on how am i talking how do my sentences sound how am i presenting my introduction to someone what do i look like what am i wearing all of that became a very strong focus. And it, it's not a bad thing, okay? Sure, it can get a little hectic, right? You can, you can get lost up in there thinking and, and becoming very hyper-focused on specific parts of your life. But in this assignment, it wasn't hyper-focused for a lack of confidence. It wasn't hyper-focused for a lack of self-esteem. It was being hyper-focused on how am I presenting myself to the world? How is someone else talking about me based on five seconds of them meeting me? Now, yes, after a while, me and the other me, (laughs) how weird is that? Me and the other me, after we possibly hang out and get to know each other, that description of that they have could change. It could change. It could be more in depth. It could be a completely different list of characteristics. But I do challenge you to try this. I challenge you to write down. If you, if you are at a focus group, I'm gonna say it again. If you're at a focus group in a room of about five to six people, never met each other before, and one more person walks into that focus group and it's you walking into that focus group, talk about yourself, talk about yourself. Give yourself that backstory that you would to someone else. And then here's the part where the personal growth aspect comes in. Then maybe about a month, maybe three, three weeks, three to six weeks, something like that, somewhere in that ballpark, redo it again and see if anything changes. Because personal development is strictly internal. It is an internal thing. It is not an external acquisition of skills. It's happening internally. So if you talked about yourself in a negative way, based on how you dress, how you sat down in the chair, how you introduced yourself, were you engaged? Were you smiling at people, Were you making eye contact. And then you redo the same thing again, maybe you change up the location. Okay, because you can put your location anywhere that you want. You change up the location in your mind. And perhaps something is different. They were looking up more. That person that walked in, they looked at me in the eye. They smiled at me. They seemed friendly. They must be da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? Because we immediately give backstories. This is my challenge to you for today. Give it a try. Let me know what you come up with. If you feel like sharing, I am definitely down to listen. I think it's a very interesting little side project to do. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. But you have to be really honest with yourself and have that maturity to think from an outside view. If you don't have the maturity, it's very difficult. We can talk about that another day. How do you develop the maturity to think from a bird's eye view? That takes practice. Anywho, I leave that to you. Good luck with the assignment. Have fun. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want to reach out to me further, I am on the social media platforms of Instagram and Facebook. I am trying TikTok. I don't know how that's going to go. We'll see. <laughs> I'm not really sure what to do with that just yet. But Instagram, TikTok, all you have to do is type my name in Lisa L. Calhoun, and we can connect. And what better way to spread love, joy, talk, I love thought-provoking conversation. Reach out, connect, see you soon.